0: Hey, welcome back, my name is Rob Wong let's talk about the Dark Law of Attraction. Now the first thing to remember is that the Dark Law of Attraction is part of the Law of Attraction, and it applies specifically to the kinds of experiences and people and relationships that we're trying to avoid. The easiest, most clear-cut example I can give of the dark law of attraction at work is this. If you've ever been on the road trying to get around a slow driver, so you're cutting from lane to lane, and you're speeding up, and you're in traffic, and you just wanna get ahead, but no matter what it is that you're doing, no matter how many detours you take, and how aggressively you drive, you just can't seem to escape the semi or the school bus or just the really really conservative driver in front of you that somehow you just wind up behind them again and again and again or if you somehow manage to pass them for some reason they're replaced by someone else who's slow or someone suddenly cuts into your lane for no reason and you're back to square one that is the dark law of attraction at work so How does it work? And why does it work? Well, like the law of attraction, um, where we put our attention is where our energy tends to flow. If I am always paying attention to experiences where I am suffering and there's something that needs to be fixed and there's something wrong with me and that also needs to be fixed, well then naturally, because my focus is on that experience, I get to experience it more. But not only that, you may also notice that within your own life, when you're focused on things that you are trying to avoid, um, those things tend to surface more frequently. They will arrive with greater velocity, and you'll just bump into it more often. As far as I'm aware, this is basically a rule of the universe. So it's doubly important to note then, if you are in the dating game, if you are trying to avoid a certain outcome with your business, if you are trying to avoid dating the same person over and over again, well, the odds are, in your struggle to escape your destiny, your pattern, you are going to repeat it at least one more time. Because in the act of trying to escape, in the act of trying to fix something that isn't broken, we generate churn and struggle in our own, lives. One of the big things that I noticed in my personal business was that when I was trying to fix it, when I was trying to get more clients so that I could be successful, so I could avoid being a failure, that's when it was also the hardest to bring on new business. In studies about your charisma run by institutions from MIT to Harvard, there are phenomena that seem to indicate that the way that I feel, the way that you feel, begins to rub off on other people. That is to say, if you feel fearful, if you feel like you're broken, if you are filled with regrets, desperation, self-loathing, those emotions begin to rub off on the people around you, the people in your life, the people that you talk to on dates, the future clients that you are in conversation with. And as you can imagine, that experience is rather unpleasant. In fact, it's kind of known to be the opposite of charisma, which is where if someone is naturally predisposed to be sad or anxious or stressed out, by being around you, they get to experience pleasant emotions instead. But when you start emitting a negative emotional field, you begin to suck the life and energy out of the people around you. And unfortunately, that comes from The state of mind where we're trying to fix something or avoid a particular outcome. So you can see where I'm going from here. It's also important to note that the dark law of attraction isn't an absolute. Meaning you can be panicked and stressed out and you can still achieve reasonably good results. It's just going to be more painful than necessary to get there. And if you happen to find yourself in the mindset of really needing to avoid a bad outcome, then you can do what I do. In fact, the way forward here is very, very simple. Just hit pause. That's right. Hit pause, take a breath, and slow it down. Close your eyes, pull over to the side of the road. But once you notice yourself in this mode, you want to give yourself a breather. What's happening right now is that your fight or flight response is firing off, and the more you allow it to engage, the worse it can potentially get, as one negative stimulus begins to stack on top of another. Instead, I invite you to slow things down. To take an inhale and allow it to go for seven pulses, seven beats of your heart. You can put your finger on your wrist and measure your pulse that way if you like. And then on your exhale, repeat that same process. Count to seven, feel your heartbeat, and go seven times in total. Overall, this process should take you maybe a couple of minutes. And at the end of it, you'll notice that your fight or flight response has begun to gradually fade away, and you might even begin to feel like there's nothing actually wrong. And that's it. That's all it takes. Just remembering that even though right now life occurs like there's something that needs to be fixed, like it's going to be a disaster if you don't panic, freak out, or stress out. Just remember that our brains have been trained to take this on in a maladaptive way, right? Um, it's been noted that the most successful salespeople are the ones who are happy. They're 30% uh, better at closing deals, which means they earn 30% more income. Which means that when we take things on in a stressed out, sort of panicky, rushed kind of way, it's actually counterproductive. It's costing us 30% more money. And the only thing to do in that situation is the most simple, most straightforward and potentially easiest thing that you could possibly do. Stop doing things. And that is all the time that we have for today. My name is Rob Wong, this is The Great Date Guy Podcast, and if you got something out of this particular episode, anything at all, feel free to leave us a comment subscribe, or rate this podcast, as that goes a long way for us in general in terms of getting more exposure, bringing on more listeners, and helping me feel like a better person. (laughs) It's also just nice watching those numbers go up. As always, thank you for being here, thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next Thursday, 8 a.m. Pacific Time.